0: The COVID-19 pandemic forced a lot of the retailers to change the way they do business, how it's conducted, and forcing many to shift the focus mainly to e-commerce. So let's take a look at some of the retailers that may have come out of this pandemic with even stronger runs. Erin Sykes is with us, consumer and real estate analyst, chief economist, Nest Seekers International. Eric, great to see you, Happy New Year. Which names are you looking at as as names that would say are strong retailers post-pandemic? Sure, so you take a look at what
1: new habits we formed during the pandemic. We had to work out from home. Peloton will continue to trend. We got outside, we picked up biking, fishing, shooting, golf, Uh, Great American Outdoors Group, which is Bass Pro Shop, they will continue to do well. We all got dogs if we didn't already have them, so Chewy will continue to do well. So you'll see these new, um, these newer companies, actually, most of them are, with the exception of Great American Outdoors Group, they are truly digitally native companies, and we'll see them continue to trend up throughout 2021, regardless of whether you know the vaccine works or anything like that. This is really about new habits that have been formed over the last nine to 10 months that will stick with us.
0: Interesting, so when you talk about this, I know you talk about names like Peloton. Um, The competition, do you like Peloton over, let's say Nautilus, or um, do you like Amazon over some of the other names, Etsy and Shopify and things like that? Do you like to pick the big names?
1: Not necessarily. If you're looking at it for different uh, different strategies, right, in order to make money, a lot of the gains have already been taken in Peloton. And um, you can look to Nautilus who did amazingly well this year, but what do they have on the horizon ha, did, with this kind of just like dumb luck that they were in the right place at the right time? Or do they really have a strategy to break out? Because you look at all the gyms, especially in New York city and those types of places that are still mostly closed. So, um, yes, they have home gym options, but, um, what are they going to do above and beyond what they've done for the last decade? And that's where I'm concerned with Nautilus. Um, but Peloton does really have, uh, an upward trend. And then you look to, uh, to the mirror, which is now owned by Lululemon, which is a Peloton-esque home fitness device. Yeah. We have more of the same, but it's going to be the momentum and the the wind at the back at a lot of these companies where when we immediately think of home workouts, we think of Peloton at this point. It's not even really um, a brand closely behind it.
0: You talk about getting outside, right? And uh, maybe people shopping for the home and things like that. I mean, a name like Winnebago, for example, did really well. Um, More people were getting RVs, but it wasn't just RVs. They have all kinds of um, units now, everything from boats to three wheelers. They have all kinds of cool stuff that's happening. I know you mentioned some of the other names when you get outdoors. I mean, when you look at that, what do you see?
1: Yeah. Well, look at the amazing number of people who, you know, picked up roller skating and rollerblading during the pandemic. So these activities that were, you know, almost extinct beforehand really got um, some, some more energy and the same thing with Winnebago and taking road trips and, you know, people didn't want to fly. So at this point they're invested in, you know, three to five years of payments in these Winnebago's. So they will continue to, to also go to go Use we hope um, explore our national parks and all that good stuff. So. Um, At the same time, we're we're also spending more time at home, obviously, and we're looking around and renovating and redecorating, so restoration hardware and Home Depot, and we've seen a lot of movement there, and it seems like the work-from-home economy is sticking around, so we will continue to need to upgrade our workspaces at home, our living spaces, get bigger homes, a lot of people are moving out of the cities and into the suburbs, so there's a lot more furniture needed, you know, if you are buying something in Austin, Texas, over New York City. So we're going to continue to see a lot of the same trends.
0: So when we look at holiday retail, obviously e-commerce was number one. Um, Which names, I I know Nike and Lulu are top brands, Apple, you could put there. Everybody wants those things, right? Nobody's going to say, I don't want this junky Apple thing or this terrible Nike jacket or these great Lulu pants, you know. Everybody loves those three brands. Let's move to other names Walmart, Target, Costco. Uh, they're not mall based retailers, they're sort of these independent big box types names. Do you see those doing well? Yeah, well, you
1: look at uh, Walmart and Target and what they were able to do through the holiday season in terms of bringing the spirit of Christmas to the outdoors. So you had laser light shows and drone shows in Walmart parking lots. Um, Target is just renowned for really um, that incremental purchase at the end of your shopping trip, and whether that is a uh, Valentine's Day or Christmas or you know somebody's mm-hmm. birthday, you just pick up those little items near the cash register. So they both both. both have have done significantly well. And then um, at the same time, Costco is not just about big bulk food items. I mean, they're selling $300,000 Tiffany style engagement rings. So it is not a faux pas to say, Hey, I got it at Costco. Um, I think it's actually quite um, uh, preferred at this point, because people recognize the deals that you can get and the high quality.
0: Right. Uh, You have GameStop on there, too. I I left that one out. It used to be so hot. It had such a volatile few years. Now what for GameStop? I mean, we have new consoles out. That's got to be a good start.
1: Mm -hmm. And GameStop, you know, they still are tied to their brick and mortar space. So that's an example where they haven't seen their peak. They can continue the exact same momentum or you know, more aggressive than we've seen over the last few months. People have developed habits. It's just like the Starbucks um, habit where we have to go to the drive-thru, or we have to get our coffee in the morning. Gamers are the same way. So once you know you commit to an hour or two a day or playing those games and you develop relationships with other gamers, it really becomes a way of communication, almost a social media network. So GameStop has a ton of opportunity there and um, really to evolve out of its traditional brick and mortar spaces and more digital.
0: Right, right. Hey, I didn't mention the losers. Quickly, any losers or style or sector or mall or what? what's the losers? Stay away from it.
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, things like L brand that we, we've seen trend down gap, um, These very mall-based retailers that have not Um, evolved—they've had their chance—and at this point, it's really too late. It's an unfortunate thing, but
0: it's true. Yeah, even though L Brands had some positive comments today from J.P. Morgan and overweight, they have Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body and Pink, fifty-four dollar Target, but. Um, You know, I understand what you're saying. Erin, great conversation as always. Erin Sykes, consumer and real estate analyst, chief economist, Nest Seekers International. Erin Sykes, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us here on Market Overtime.